Welcome, hunters, to the Hunter's Hub. Uh, today, just um, Haru and myself, Fort One, and we're going to talk about, um, well, uh, we had a big trailer drop maybe a few hours ago today, and uh, a couple of, a uh, little bit more information of Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Um, and then we're going to get a little bit into what we've been playing this week. Uh, we haven't done that in a while, and I had a game I wanted to talk about a lot. But uh, before we get into that, thank you, Wolfie Melon. And how are you doing, Haru? Hey, Capcom. Came here to remind you about something. Do you remember Zenogre? <laughs> that was a monster you made once. Are you going to add Zenogre to the game, Crapcom? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the fan response has been less than stellar until we got Zenogre. It's like, it's like, a, as a dad, it's like when the kid is whining, complaining about wanting candy and just giving them, giving up and giving them candy. Like, that was the attitude of the community was so bad at times over this. It uh, reached critical like, mass. I feel like. Every every comment on these threads is just the same thing. And like, I I I'm sure that you know I'm sure there's a lot of people who were just being hopeful and weren't trying to be annoying about it. But at the same time, it's like the vocal you know the vocal minority that were sort of like the bad eggs at times. Like, ugh, like I just. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, just uh, a little bit ago we talked. I mentioned this. We we they dropped the uh, we'll call it the Zenogre trailer. That's what it's titled. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the. I prefer the name of Fanservice dot trailer. Uh, that is that is how I think of it. Um, just that B roll of like here's all the returning monsters. Ta-da! Here's all the elders. Ta-da! Yeah, it's the launch trailer. Um, we did... Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Um, in general, like I like that we got Zenogre back. I'm just not a huge fan of the. I don't know the. I feel like borderline entitlement people had about Zenogre. Like, dear goodness. Um, one of the uh, and we're also going to talk uh, a little bit about. Uh, some other aspects of the trailer, but overall, Zenogre looks pretty good. Uh, they toned down the size of the the Fulgerbergs or the lightning bugs that are around him. Uh, did you notice that, Haru? I hadn't compared it, but I assume that would be the case because Portable Third was, of course, on something with lower resolution than the 3DS, even. Yeah, it started with the PSP, then went to 3DS, then went to Wii U. And then back to 3DS, and then then to Switch. <laughs> and the Switch port was probably about the the most straight of a port you could get from the 3DS. But yeah, the the Fulgerbergs or the bugs uh, that are around him, uh, very much less pronounced than in other games. Uh, there's like little lightning dots instead of you know big yellow ones before. <laughs> Yeah, um, Zenogre in general uh, looks pretty, pretty good. They um, did something I wasn't expecting, and <laughs> they made it look sort of semi-real for this giant plastic teal and yellow uh, 
He's got. He gets very. He's he's blue because the lightning. He's just a very spiky dog, uh, just in his face and everything. Uh, they made it look a bit more naturalistic, and sort of like it. Um, it does a lot of bony growths on him. That is basically what it looks like. It's just a lot of like bone growth. Yeah, and all those yellow bits that used to be yellow, they're sort of like a bonish color now, and they added this um, texture to them that makes them feel yeah. uh, more realistic. Mm-hmm. And his horns are now sort of perforated, too. If you see the the screenshot there, that the, a lot been circling around Twitter and we have here, like, the horns aren't, like, super solid right now, either. Which kind of gives them a weird look, like, they're... Do they not used to be beehive kind of things? Not as far as I know. Huh. And I've been playing Generations Ultimate off and on quite a bit lately. So... Yeah, I think that's new. Um, could be wrong. But yeah, the design, uh, he looks just as beefy as ever. Um, which is kind of weird. He's definitely different, uh, you know, like we've mentioned before, from other fanged wyverns, you know, that sort of share his category. He's still unique. Do you think they had to structure. make a unique rig for him? Yeah, probably. Interesting. I, I can't quite tell. they modified it. Uh, it's kind of a lot to look at, Zenogar. They had to have modified it because all the other ones, they don't have as pronounced as front legs as they do back. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's pretty much even, even sized front and back leg uh, proportions almost. Maybe the back legs a little bit stronger. Well, I feel like I think the thing about fanged wyverns is that they're supposed to stand taller in the front than they do in the back. Like Jagras, you see that as a, sort of that triangle. It's how it stands. Yeah, but Toby's not like that at all. Yeah, that's true. Or Odo. Huh. Um. Interesting. The. So what? Um. What areas do you think this is an ogre will end up in? We saw it in the trailer in a new area that we'll talk about in a bit. But um, which maps do you think it's gonna yeah. land in? <clears throat> I think Coral Highlands is a pretty good. <clears throat> Sorry. Coral Highlands is a pretty good uh, chance. Um, I think Horfrost. Of course, because everything's going to get hoarfrost, and it's the ice map. Not a not an uh, Arctic monster, though. I mean, he always it does appear in the Arctic areas. He always has. I think that was just in Generations. Nope. Portable third too. Oh wait, he appeared in the the Tundra of three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. I mean, he has. Uh, I mean, maybe, the, we, uh, maybe with the fur, there's trying to say something about its constitution, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the logic I mean, of that. he's really... His biggest home in any of the games has always been the Misty uh, Peaks. The the Portable Third map. Um, and that's where he's in most of the time in Generations, but he's also in the Frozen Seaway in Generations, too. So... I mean, he's he's always appeared in in cold maps. I don't know how viable that is, but he always has. Uh, the um, 
Yeah, I, I, and that's part of the reason why I say Core Highlands also is, well, we get a lot of the lightning monsters aside from Toby in the Core Highlands already. <laughs> like, Kieran and that. Well, I mean, well, we only have Just two, Kieran. So, Kieran. Uh, yeah. I don't know about Coral Highlands, because, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to quite fit the monster's identity. But I definitely think Ancient Forest uh, and this new forested area we're seeing. Nope. 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 Not the ancient definitely forest. Definitely going to be in the ancient Stop forest. Everything is in the ancient nope. forest. Zenogre, no. Zenogre, you say tundra, but Zenogre is always in like the sort of uh, jungle and forest maps. And the, the, the plains maps, too, I guess. I'm trying to think. The Misty Peaks, right? That's where he was at his home. Yeah, the Deserted Island, uh, Ancestral Steppe. Um... Those are jungles, though. Yeah, but the primeval forests, and I think... uh, I don't know, we haven't had that many jungles in the space uh, since it's been introduced. Yeah, I mean, jungles sort of died off after second generation, which was weird, because, like, they were straight up, like, this is the jungle. Um, We see it come back in in generations, um, but, yeah, the jungles are not as popular as a map anymore. It used to be... Used to be a thing. It used to be where Kaku lived. He was in the jungle more so than the forest and hills. Well, now we have the ancient um, forest, and everyone's got their quibbles yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, as I know, it cracks me up that people get lost in the ancient forest. Because <laughs> you know, it's just a video game level. It's not. It's not like a mind puzzle. <laughs> it gets confusing when you're trying to get down to like where the um, the great honey fly or whatever that thing is the, the the gigantic one right we have to sort of like spiral down the tree it gets kind of confusing uh in that aspect uh and then if you actually have to like climb up the tree sometimes it can be confusing doing that without some of the flying checkpoints but yeah and overall if you're not trying to go up in the map if you're not trying to climb altitude it's really easy <laughs> i got confused about the layout in the beta and then not after that. Like the original beta. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I know what you're saying, yeah. The the original Monster Hunter World beta. The I don't know. Like I I could see how some people get lost. Well I, I was saying this, uh when we were playing the other night, like when you do the fly to like the, the northernmost camp in the Wildspire Waste you know, normally where you go to fight Diablos to begin with, that always confuses me because the way you're facing when you drop in is nowhere near the exit to that area. And I'm just like, I'd always like have to like, okay, so which way do I need this way? This way I need to turn. Like it always confuses me to begin with. But once I see where I'm going, then I, then I know exactly where I need to go. But I don't know. That one in particular is just like, it feels weird where it drops you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> hey, um so yeah Zenogre uh, big... it's going to the, it's going to the ancient forest uh Garuga it? All okay. right. well that, that's right it's Yan Garuga from uh yeah. the days of yore let's call it um <laughs> it's a poison element also another flagship a little bit more um just a little bit more hyperactive than the usual, and 
uh, it looks like they're giving it a turf war with Devil Joe. Uh, this wasn't actually in the trailer. It was in a weird commercial that Capcom Japan put out. Yeah. Yeah, and we didn't actually officially get to see. Aside from, like, seeing it on Twitter and that kind of stuff. Yeah, um... So I guess it's just going to end up in the game without having been trailed uh, or marketed much. Uh, it looks... I mean, this monster's got uh, triple fireball. It's got the tail swipe, or the Rathian sort of tail revolving somersault. Uh, it's a lot like a Rathian, and it's got some other sort of peck animations to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about this monster? It's it's it's, it's always been a weird one. Uh, it was one of the first. Yeah, I think it was one of the first monsters to have its own theme, like made for it, that that played over the map music because Berthalos, as much as he has a theme in quotations, um, that didn't come till later. Uh, he's interesting because like the the accepted fan theory is it's the <laughs> the 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 offspring of a cut and a rathian but um very hyperactive like you were saying um it is uh, a lot of people find it annoying i don't um only because the the it does the roars a lot and those roars tend to stun uh you know any, yeah any roar um, but it does it very frequently. It does it anytime it backflaps and jumps back, and uh, it has Rathian tail flips, and its tail can poison you when it spins. It's just a, it's an interesting monster that has a lot of tools up its sleeve. <laughs> Quirky. Quirky is a good uh, word for it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's like purple with like white hair, and it's like really crazy looking, so it, it kind of plays into that frantic uh, frantic style. Uh, it's like a purple mad scientist monster. Like the way it looks at times. <laughs> like frizzy white hair everywhere. Um, it it's weird because uh, having Garuga without Gian Kutku seems like odd because it's like they're so similar of monsters, and there's never been a title in which. Garuga appeared that Kaku didn't. Um, and for those that don't know about Garuga, he was the f- first, um, first like flagship after Rathalos. He was the flagship of the expansion of Rathalos, uh, the original Monster Hunter. Um, it could be argued that Azur Rathalos was also, because uh, he got a lot of promotional material. But uh, like Freedom G specifically has Garuga on the box. Garuga's um, the flagship insofar as they added no other new monsters. True. Well, well they, they added with. a beefed... They added a beefed-up version of Fatalis, too. Alright, Crimson Fatalis. G-rank, uh, no, G-Rank Fatalis actually looks different uh, in the original Monster Hunter. Hmm. He's got, he looks more like today's design. Uh, in, in the older days, uh, Fatalis had less horns, I think. I think I, I don't know. Like he actually kind of looks different. 
this is just coming from the couple times I saw on Wikia. I played the original free like the the Frontier G or not Frontier G the the uh, Freedom Unite G. So like the original expansion on the PSP. Um, but I didn't play it for long. Just basically long enough to fight Garuga, which is pretty early, and be done with it. Because um, I wasn't really into owning a PSP at the time. Because it sucked. But hey, then Freedom 2 came out, and I played hundreds of hours again. Um, so, uh, we saw that Turk War with Devil Joe. Um, what, mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you think is going to happen at come of that? Uh, like, uh, like the end result, like who's going to win that fight? Yeah, that kind of thing. I think it'll be a standstill, honestly, because Garuga is feisty and all, but I mean, it's Devil Joe, right? Like Devil Joe is pretty unrelenting. True. Um, and all the other smaller bird wyverns and things, it just picks up in its jaws. Uh. Yes. Well, he does that too. <laughs> He does that to fanged wyverns, like all of them. So, I don't know. I don't know. Is Zenogre going to get that treatment? Because Odogarin gets it. <laughs> you wouldn't think Odogarin would get it, being the apex of the uh, <laughs> of the land there, the Rotten Vale. But hey, he sure enough gets toyed around, just like a, just like a great Jaggers or Toby. Um, we also saw in the trailer an ogre uh, fighting against a Rathian and uh, dealing with some blows. You mean a Rathalus? Yes, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see the thing about NCH and his little video clip? Mm, uh, not. I don't know the context. So, uh, a while back, he made a little short about an ogre. Uh, attacking someone in, in a monster hunter uh world i guess he was just like hey uh he's coming in this is like well before we had all this hype and whatnot it's like a long uh sometime between like the past couple months and the announcement so the the uh the the little gif that uh is kind of going around is it shows rathalos sitting in a nest and Zenogar sort of pouncing him, and it actually looks a lot like what happens in this this uh, turf war, like a lot. Um, I'm actually looking for it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's quite entertaining. Um, <laughs> the, basically, Zenogar pounces Rathalos, uh, and then sort of like Rathalos sort of like tries to attack back at him and Zenogre knocks him away with his tail is sort of what happens in the game but the little clip has uh, Zenogre basically pouncing with all that kind of like starts the fight right so uh, we have this turf war with Zenogre and Rathalos it's probably going to end in a standstill we also get a scene oh, yeah. of uh, Odegarin and Ebony Odegarin sort of tussling. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Like, they were falling off a cliff, fighting each other kind of thing. Like, that was interesting. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. A lot of dogfighting. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think we're going to get in trouble for playing this now. Isn't, uh, isn't this illegal? <laughs> isn't this how football players get arrested? <laughs> that makes money, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, uh, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have to th- think about, like, we get to see a lot of these turf wars, like, I feel like that's kind of a spoiler. Yeah. Kind of? In a way. I mean, they're showing bits and pieces of them. Uh, Admittedly, the most exciting bits and pieces. I feel like... uh, That's true. Like with World... Cinematics. Cinematically exciting, yeah. um, I feel like we're going to get the same result with World Star Wars, where there were like 30 or something of them. There's a lot. But... When you mm-hmm. have all these monsters and you, you like you try and draw the spider web of connections from one monster to the next, it's just too many to do all of them. So I feel like they're going to concentrate it to the new monsters and the the old apexes like Rathalos, Diablos, etc. Um, right, the bigger players. Yeah, and we're not going to get too much stuff with uh, with the smaller monsters or even the subspecies. Yeah. I I agree with that entirely. Um, I don't I don't see why they would put a lot of uh, a lot of effort into building a lot more, considering even though they're really cool, they are just a scripted event that happens, and they can get tiresome after a while. Um, or you kind of feel how hollow they are sometimes, like. Uh, the Bonboro versus uh, Beatotis is the exact same as the Baroth versus Jerrytotis. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> I guess this is how Piscine Wyverns tried to kill Brute Wyverns. Sure. I don't mind that as but, much you know, because even in the old ecology, uh, um, Agnactor went about attacking Brachidius in the same manner. Or coiled up around it. Like, it ducked, burned the ground, it leaped out, it coiled around it. And then the big brute wyvern yeah. uses its strength to put it off. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's cool, but it also shows just how, I don't know, unnatural that mechanic is. You can, you can see that the monsters snap into place. You see, like, uh, some sort of jankiness and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's a cool idea. I like it, actually. I like it a lot. But you kind of, there are some flaws, <laughs> and you can kind of see them, and like you, you know what I mean. It's like you sort of see the behind the curtain of the game a little bit when <laughs> when this stuff happens. I'd say I'd say they look pretty s- seamless, like in the animations. Uh, getting them to trigger uh, in itself is a little bit inconsistent, more than I would like, because uh, it's not just monsters entering an area together, you have to be, like, in combat with those monsters, and they have to sort of feel like it. <laughs> same with, uh... Yeah. Same with we were doing a uh, Arch-Tempered Lunaster quest where Teostra would come in, and the bonding attack uh, kind of took a bit to trigger. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was involved in a uh, Arch-Tempered uh, Nergigante last night where the turf war with Kushala was supposed to happen because Kushala showed up. But then, like, 
it didn't happen because someone was currently mounting the Nergigante, so it just never happened. So we just had like two AT monsters just fighting each other while we were trying to survive and or get away. Like <laughs> it was, it was a nightmare. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, because it was like, hey, Kushala showed up to do the turf war. You know what I mean? Like, that happens a lot in the Elder's Recess. It's like, hey, this monster showed up to sort of, like, do the turf war and then sort of fuck off. Like, that's <laughs> that's kind of the way they are right now. And this is like, okay, cool. Um, let's not. <laughs> I don't know. It feels very hollow when it's stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like, hey. There could be a chance where Kushala is in the map and they happen to come together, then the turf war happens. Not Kushala flies to its predator, Nergigante. Nergigante beats the crap out of it and the Kushala leaves. Like, that feels super weird. Yeah, it's sort of like, like wrestling where they, they go on the stage and the guy takes the fall. Um, right. Uh, what's the. Uh, yeah, with uh, Elders in particular, there's, there's just some weirdness with how they're executed. How they're going to be one yeah. of them on a map, unless the stars align. Uh, unless the unless they want to have a turf war and then and then go on their merry way, yeah. No, but even even before they introduce these arch shepherd event quests, that turf war between Nergigante and Kushala, you'd have the most luck seen in a, in a trailer. It was super rare, like rarer than any rare spawn in oh, the yeah. game that Kushala would enter a, a Nergigante hunt. Yeah. So like, why aren't they all just at, on the map at the same time? Like why? Why the weirdness with elders and other monsters? Yeah, it's true. Because there's a there's a turf war between Odogarin and Valhazik that you think it would happen more often, but there's only one yeah one quest in which they normally show up together, and it's like okay, and I think it's an optional it's, quest or something like that. It's, like you have to unlock it by doing a bunch of um, like arena, like special arena optional quests. And it's the one that unlocks the uh, uh, Rocksteady Mantle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we've been going through a lot of um, optional quests with my brother. He's sort of catching up because he and it got done with the game before Devil Joe released. And then it was just done. Like, he just quit. So we had to do all sorts of stuff to catch him up uh, this week. <laughs> not in... Not, not just Devil Joe, but we had to do Lunastra. We're getting him ready for Behemoth and all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> we've been playing a bit of Monster Hunter World to sort of catch up. And we actually played together the past two nights, are you? Was it bath? Yeah, the past two nights, I think we played together. Yeah, just at the tail end um, of the festivals. Yeah. Um, I did finish my, uh, my uh, Behemoth armor. So that set's done. Now I just need to actually complete the optional quest, and it's, it's good. Easier yeah, said than um, done. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I believe you heard something that... Uh, that uh, yes! We got to hear Namiele, or Nami as I like to call it for short. Uh, Nami, the new water elder that we talked about uh, that was teased, and then they sort of just talked about at GamesCon. Um... It has some of the coolest stuff. Like, I really like... I mean, I like a lot of the roars in Monster Hunter. Um, it's just, like, one of the aspects I've always liked. Uh, like, the there's two different things that you get to hear from him. And I don't know how someone got this. 
Um, but one of them is uh, it's audio of Namiele doing the attack in the trailer without any music or anything. So you get to hear what it sounds like, like the rushing water and that kind of stuff. But it does this weird, like, like clicking, like some sort of like sonar that like underwater creatures can can do like dolphins and that, and that kind of stuff you hear this like clicking it's doing and then it gets into this and then it's roar which we actually hear in the trailer which is sort of like this like reverberating like re- i don't know how else to re- describe it as a reverberating roar it's just like very um aquatic sounding like would you uh, like to sort of replicate that roar for us for one uh i'd have to hear it again uh we find it and then maybe i can so yeah let's talk a little bit about and i will find it uh it sure is a dragon with water it's very damp dragon (laughs) um i mean we sort of just saw that sort of early volcano clip where we saw that one attack animation for a split second um, so, I mean, I'm, I like that we're going in fresh to the game, and it's going to be completely uh, unspoiled hunt, basically. Yeah. So, uh, I, I got it, okay? So, what it's really like, it, it does like this. Like that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Are you happy? That's what we all heard in the trailer, yeah. Thank you. I am I am most certainly happy. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I just went back and listened to it again. So, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, one one touch on that melee, just the visual style. A lot more, a lot brighter mm-hmm. than I expected, because it had the whole deep sea bioluminescent rainbow effect. I thought they were going to go with the rainbow black contrast, but it's like pink. It's just straight up pink. Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. It's. <laughs> I, I, you know, like I, I was saying, I'm happy as an ogre came back. Um, probably not near as happy as other people. Mostly because Naviella. Like I really like this new monster. It looks really cool. It's got a great design. I love the roar. Like the the one attack we get to see in the trailer, where it's sort of like pushing the water out from around it and just sort of like rolling up waves to hit the hunter uh fortunately he was able to block it in a little clip um but yeah yeah like it it, <laughs> it looks really cool it spreads a pool of water like almost like lunastra and then it sort of shoots a shock wave like a tidal wave through it it's great yeah but also a biting attack manipulating the water yeah freaky yeah it's it's a pretty cool design um so next, we're, uh, the old Everwyrm, are you still convinced that it is Namiello? I or? don't know what to think, because this is the launch trailer, right? So, using the uh, principles of deduction, <laughs> those famous things that are definitely called the principles of deduction in real life, um, Yeah. Uh, one would assume that this is the majority of the monsters we're seeing, except for uh, perhaps the final boss monster, if they don't want to spoil it. Um, right. Which I mean, an Namiele doesn't seem like a worm. Uh, now that we're seeing it in action, doesn't seem particularly old yeah. necessarily. No, we do get to see a siege against Valkana though, but that's not entirely unheard of because we have sieges against Kushala. Oh yeah, that's no, got not the boss. 
got the old Gogmazios uh, train cannon. Yeah. Um, so that's towards the end of the trailer. Um, I, it could be talking about Valkana, actually, uh, by some of the wording. But then again, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it seems weird that 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 size of a monster is is the sort of like end boss and i know size isn't really the factor but size is in like a a category you know what i mean like elder dragons they're tough right like they're the toughest tier of monster but they're not zora magdaros and they're not xenojiva you know what i mean like when i say elder dragons i'm meaning like teostra kushala yeah so like like siege monsters like uh yeah they're not like siege and technically, Xenojiva isn't a siege monster. You fight it normally, but it's just different. You just know what I mean? It's a boss goddamn fight. Big. Just moves out of the way of all your spirit slashes, and it just smirks. The six-sided son of a gun. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it it could be pretty tough. <laughs> um, but I mean, you, you think like uh, there's some smaller ones like you may not think of Atalka. Uh, the sort of final boss of Generations Ultimate being small because what you end up seeing in a lot of the stuff is the gigantic, uh, like, robotic-looking form, but that's just when he pulls all those metal pieces together. The actual form of Adelka is probably no bigger than a Rathalos. Like, it's not very big at all. But I, what I mean by, like, in scope, like, Xenojiva was built up a lot. You know what I mean? Volcana is built up a lot, but like I don't, he is clearly has the design of a Kushala, the, that sort of frame, and we've not had a final boss be that. They've always been sort of like the fake out boss, you know what I mean? Like they're always like he or like Legiacus was in in genera and try, Legiacus was like the fake out boss, and then we had the real boss, which was uh, Ciudas. Right, um, but uh, I guess in the case of four, just because the last boss was just a reskinned sort of subspecies of uh, Parmigala, it was the normal size elder dragon at the end. It's true. Um, I uh, w- you know what? I thought Delameter would have been the final. What was it? Uh, I mean, there, yeah, there's Delameter a, was along the way. No, yeah, you're right. It was the end boss of. Um, the online hub, but the end boss of the story was um, uh, Shigaru Megala, sort of like Ciudas Alatrion R and Tri. Yeah. But um, yeah, and Jen Moran, and then Dire Morales were for the three. The um, the well, no, Jen Moran was introduced in Tri, but. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that with the old Everworm, they talk a lot about the tectonic plates and stuff, which sounds a lot like Ciudas with the whole mystery around the earthquakes because it was shaking the ruins under the ocean and under the Mugga Village. Surprise, water camp mechanics are back, and we didn't say anything about it in the promotional material. That's that's <laughs> not quite what I'm getting at, but I mean tectonic plates <laughs> that would suggest a giant-sized monster like Zoramagdorus oh, yeah. or what have you. And Everworm, uh, it's, I mean, in Worm, it's Dragon. It's definitely an Elder Dragon. Uh, definitely a new monster, because they always are. Um, uh, it's probably 
we're assuming it's giant size. Uh, it's either going to be like Zenajiva, like a normal dragon, or uh, it could be sort of more like a worm, like uh, the shape of Delameter and such. Yeah. Like a more unique sort of uh, physiology. Anyway, uh, I think there's any other new monsters. Just gut feeling. Besides this last boss, gut feeling. I feel like I feel like I feel like there's there's some monsters they aren't telling us, which is insane. I was very down on the number of monsters that they were going to have. I was like, there's no way they've only shown X amount of monsters. Not going to show that much more. We're up to twenty now. We're up to twenty monsters. Well, counting subspecies, uh, so like twelve real ones. I count subspecies because I had to crown hunt for those subspecies. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have always counted subspecies because they, they're yes, they're not entirely new. They're slightly different, but I feel like, especially in this case, like I feel like, uh, acidic glavinous is going to be a very different fight from normal glavinous. Uh, wouldn't you agree? Like I feel like that merits worth of a separate monster. That one's weird because obviously it's a glavinous. It's using some of the same animations, but it it sounds like. There's even a Twitter clip where it sounded like it had its own theme, which is I don't I don't think they've it ever does. done that for a subspecies. Not that I know of, but yeah. That's weird. I I don't know what to make of it really. Um. Yeah. You're talking about the size of Iceborne, and I feel like it's bigger than Generations was at this point. Not like like total size, obviously, um, but like in terms of additional content to four. Like what it's bringing new to the table. They made and remade what, a ton what, of monsters. What generations? You're talking about what generations brought? Generations ultimate brought to generations. No, sorry, I meant to say generations one. Ultimate is just a. Oh, oh there's a lot of herbage and monster hunter. Uh, generations. Yeah, so the last traditional monster hunter base game. <laughs> Well, traditional, <laughs> traditional anime characters style. flying all over the goddamn place. But anyway, just the traditional, traditional style monster. Anime and no, for a world. <laughs> that's not what it was. But um, I mean, style is in quest style and all the mechanics. Yes. Um, well, I mean, the, the styles are a bit of a different style, if you will. Those are. Not what we're talking about. <laughs> the the last base game that we got before World um, Generations. Uh, I feel like no. I feel like there was still more monsters. So we're we're, we're encroaching on what sixty now. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like what it added to the game. Because Generations was just sort of like four with a bunch of extra stuff. Like, I think it's Iceborne's a well, bigger they added than Generations was to the full roster. But that, that's that's different. You can't, you can't compare it like that because Generations was a base game in the same genre, like engine as 4 and changed up 4 so much it was... on different levels. But it didn't... <laughs> Well, no, it's, I'm serious. Like, there's a big difference because it's not. It was a like a purely like celebration of ten years of Monster Hunter game that 
was just built in the same engine as four. It's like Monster Hunter Two was built on the same engine as one. You know what I mean? But it was a direct sequel. Generations is not a sequel to anything. <laughs> does, that, does that make sense? Like, I mean, I, I feel like it's just Portable Third Two, the next one, because Portable Third was also reusing all of Three's assets and monsters and added a bunch of new stuff more than a typical expansion. It's like a. It's weird. It, it's like Portable Third is like. Portable Third is such a weird place, though, because it's like. When you think about, like, uh, compare it to, like, movies and that kind of stuff, like, it's the offshoot that was canon. Which, when offshoots normally aren't canon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was very weird. It was, because uh, it came after Try, but it still had a lot of these the older mechanics. <laughs> and didn't have a lot of, like, Try's stuff, but then Try adopted that stuff into 3U was weird but yeah no no um so what you're trying to say like mechanics wise it didn't add from four a lot uh no i'm not saying it didn't add a lot i'm just saying i think iceborne adds more to the series than any other expansion not not just ultimate or expansions but the portable third and generations too because those are the more meaty addition addition but added more monsters and things i I can't follow your logic on Generations being an expansion because it just wasn't. It was just the next game in the series. But even though it wasn't, it was a celebrate. It's well, weird. Like, it's in a weird it spot. Like this. It, you fight Kongalala in 4, and you fight Kongalala in Generations, and it's the exact same thing. Um, no, you don't fight Kongalala in Generations. He didn't come in until Ultimate. Any monster. Take any monster as an example. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in there. I, either way. Um, yeah, I know. We're getting into a bit of a semantics discussion on this. I, I get that. but If you talk about, like, I I've played every think... game in the series, which, which expansion is going to offer me more new content that I've not experienced before? I feel like Iceborne's uh, kind of... The, they're topping themselves, I guess. But anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I'm only silent because I'm trying to think. Like... It's actually a very difficult question because what mechanics wise, no, right? Adding the claw, changing up uh, the balances, completely reworking Gunlance, you know, as far as like some some of the aspects, giving it a guard point. Um, I think the only even coming close to comparable uh, base game to expansion change on that level is um four default or four ultimate which here in the united states we did not get four so we didn't see this change but uh charge blade when it first debuted in four and inside glaive actually were woefully underpowered and awful um charge blade did not get uh the uh guard point mechanics that it did until four ultimate Stuff like that, I think, is the closest comparison that we have in, like a, a like a true like changing of how the game works and that kind of stuff from base game to expansion, because most other expansions like three ultimate, two G, all uh, you know, the original G, um, even generations ultimate over generations, 
Um, they all more so just add more of the same with some monsters and maybe one or two things here, like Generations Ultimate added trans monsters. Yeah, I was more getting about just like added monsters and areas. I mean, there's always weapon tweaks and things, and rarely they added. Well, I was thinking, I was like thinking, but. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, because like, well, there was a huge overhaul in the charge play between four and four ultimate, um, but the yeah, and it made the charge blade as popular as it is today. But as far as monsters go, like, eh, it's kind of hard to tell. I think generations ultimate might come over just a bit right now, um, but I don't know. Uh, I haven't done the numbers on what was actually added in Generations Ultimate because there was quite a bit but, uh, added in Generations Ultimate. Anyway, uh, they, we did see a new forest area in this trailer. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of raised some questions because if you see the mountains in the background, they're spires. They aren't spires from the Horcross Reach. Um, and it's where Zenogre and Raffalos are seen. Those are the only two monsters we've seen there yet. Um... And it's where Zenogre's cutscene is, so it's not just, like, an arena. It's not just some weird side area. Or, I mean, it, it's probably some weird side area, but it's where Zenogre is introduced. Right. Uh, I, I pointed out, with the spires, it could be a different side of the forest where it sees wild spire waste in the distance, maybe? But, I don't know. Basically, the answer is in within the leaks, and I'm not looking within the leaks, so... Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we haven't discussed any leaks on the show, but um, right, because we won't. <laughs> but I mean, just like for the fun of speculation, uh, yeah. do you think? What do you think this area is going to be used for? Do you think we're going to get other monsters hanging out here, or it reminds me a lot of the third generation flooded forest, just the little bit we got to see of it, the waterfalls, the sort of like. Um, more jungle approach uh, we talked about earlier to an area um, I I suspect that we will see a few new monsters that we didn't see in promotional material and I feel like a couple of them are going to be um, new and a couple of them are going to be old um However, as much as my brother would love it, I don't think we're going to see new Elder Dragons. I think we've seen the gambit of what new Elder Dragons there's going to be. Right, right but I mean, what do you Between think, Nami- like, for this area specifically, do you think they're going to bring in other monsters, or if it's just going to be a couple of flagships? Well, what I was getting to, and pertains to the map, is I could have seen Camellius being in this map. Hmm. Right. I don't think they would have hidden Camellius other than for the memes, which I don't know, maybe, because he turned invincible. It's funny. <laughs> but, um... Camellius would make a funny I don't, monster. If they, if they right. were to hold how his invisibility works. <laughs> what? Why did, I, why did I lose a mega potion? What? <laughs> oh um, my god. But, uh... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I... If it's akin to something like the flooded forest like maybe Durambros because that's where Durambros first appeared mm, you're making me hope for no reason I know it's not happening but I mean, you're making me hope but, yeah speculation speculation is speculation the- I feel like I feel like 
there will be at least one or two monsters that we have not seen in any of the promotional material that will show up uh, or talked about even. So old Everweirm, I feel like we haven't seen yet. Uh, I feel like they won't show us that, yeah. which I'm happy with. And I feel like there's going to be one or two other monsters that are just there and show up and we're like, oh, okay. And of course, we also have a live stream happening here, what, two or three days before release? Right, and that live stream is probably going to talk about post-content DLC. Oh, they said they're going to talk about. Uh, and we'll get into this. They um, they said they're going to announce their DLC plan at uh, T- Tokyo Game Show, which is on this 11th of September, uh, 11th or the okay, 12th. That's fine. Hopefully not the 11th of September. So the live stream um, is just going to be, "Hey, are you ready?" And then probably not show us much more. You know, Capcom. Maybe they will. Capcom want us to never forget the DLC lineup for this game. Right. Hashtag never forget. Um, okay. <laughs> but back to the like this area. It's it's very strange to me. Uh, it just looks like a strange place because it's very flat. Looks like it reuses a lot of assets from these sort of jungly regions of the of the Wildspire Waste. I don't yeah. anticipate it being very very large, but I'm wondering to what extent it is. If you have to load into this map, what are you doing there? Is it just an arena sort of type thing? Uh, I would think it's a whole other map. I think that as much as we didn't think that it would be more than just like oh, here's like a couple of arenas and the Horfrost Reach, they might have actually pulled a second entire map in. And not showed it until the week before release? That's crazy. I mean, they're Capcom. They're really freaking crazy. (laughs) I'm not gonna gonna hop on that train. I think Yangarugo will probably show up here because that thing's sort of like it's... Oh yeah, it's it's, it's Devil Jill, Tigrex, like the roaming monsters will show up for sure. Uh, I think we could see uh, Puke Puke showing up in this kind of area. Um, maybe Toby. Uh, a lot of the bleed over from the forest into this second forest, I guess. Maybe it's maybe it's sort of like Angle Isle, where it's an arena for event quest type things. But it's not a, just a fortification, like a artificial structure. It's just like a wilderness arena. You know, I don't know. I don't know if they would do that because we do see Valkana in the arena and his own arena that are different. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, they added a new. Um, we talked about that, the Celiana arena. Yeah. So I think. I don't think this is an arena. Like, I just don't. I feel like it's an entirely new map. What? And I'm speaking about this knowing no leaks. I don't like. Apparently, the answer is in the leaks, according to what people have said. But I just don't. Well, know. we'll see. Uh, come September sixth. Um, until then, we had one last note on this trailer. <laughs> There's just a little teeny uh, dot of a scene with Kieran with a lava background, which is unusual, right, for the monster. Uh, he's appeared in volcanic areas before. Um, but unusual for Monster in the World, yes. And four two, I don't remember it being in any fiery areas anytime recently. A lot in snowy areas and then, uh, jungles. Uh, I guess you're right. Maybe I thought there was a Kieran in the volcano 
Maybe like the battle quarters. Not the battle quarters. The battlegrounds and like the original original Monster Hunter. Now, in the original Monster Hunter, he only appeared in the the jungle. Huh. Um, well, in any case, uh, Mos- we see Karen with the volcanic background. There's lava streaming down, but it's not any volcanic background. It's Zora Magros's back, which is also yeah. ground. Uh, yeah. So it seems like Kieran is going to take the place of Nergante, I want to assume, in some sort of uh, uh, new Zora Magdros. Zora Magdros. G-Rank. Strike 3. <laughs> Strike 3, you're out, Zora Magdros. What are they going for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> be proven? Like they, they kind of... It's a it's a new it's a new mechanic. Random elders that you can farm on Zora Magdros so that we make you fight Zora Magdros. Like I think it's cool the idea of like fighting a monster on on another monster. It's sort of like stacks on stacks. Um, uh, I just don't know what to make of it. Like, is this a Zora Magdros fight? Is this a Kirin fight? Is this some sort of Aroshi Kirin lead in? Mm. Anyway, it's just something interesting to note. Okay. I yeah uh, yeah no I don't know I that uh, is a, it is an interesting perspective to have. Uh, Kieran, uh, like the Kieran like in a different place, but let on, on Zora Magdaros. Like, aren't we kind of done with him? But apparently Capcom says no, we're not. I guess, like, there could be a G-Rank revision to him, which is why Kirin would be there and not Nergante. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, if there's nothing else you want to touch on, uh, I think we're getting to the end of this. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a weird trailer, and kind of a weird discussion today, because it's like, I don't know, we, we knew this was coming yesterday, it was announced, like, last night. Uh, and then that was sort of like, hey, we're getting a trailer, and then we watch the trailer. It's cool. It's a good trailer. It's just like there's a lot to unpack, and we're so close to release, and like tensions uh, are getting high for some people. It's just like the last trailer was last the, week. Um, yeah, interesting. A lot, a lot more frequent a lot more frequent of information coming in. So yeah, um, if that's it, then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, thank you, Hunters, for listening. Uh, this is Fortuan. You can catch me at HuntersHubPod, and you'll probably see me tweeting about Zenogre and how much I do not believe that we can reliably use a cookbook as a leak. Uh, just dumbest thing ever. <laughs> It's a coincidence. <laughs> um, but hey, I'll see you guys on the next quest. And on that quest, will you be horror? Um, I'm at Kane's said Gran. Uh, I feel like I don't tweet about leaks, but uh, I mean, that cookbook thing was tur- turned out. It turned out pretty good. Uh, that, that, Pure, the two independent leaks had the same image of the icon, but. Um, in any case, uh, I feel like I had a weird energy in this podcast. It's kind of fun. Uh, yeah, because we're confused. It's That's what's why. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll have uh, just as much fun going into launch. So, see yep. you next quest. See ya.